0: Friends, welcome to Better Than Journaling.
1: I'm Adia. And I'm Aisha. We are two mental health professionals journaling out loud, analyzing our own thoughts and feelings.
0: This is not about us giving you mental health advice.
1: We're just having our own
0: existential crises one episode at a time, so you don't have to.
1: So get comfy and fill your teacup with whatever it is you drink, because it's time for an episode of Better Than Journaling.
2: Hey, friend. How you doing? Hey, friend. Good evening, Miss Adia. I am well.
1: It's been a bit of a shit show of a day. And so I am feeling better right now than I have felt all day. It is in the 6 p.m. hour. And I've already got 15 stands on my watch. That just tells you that I was up like at 4.15 this morning. It does. Wow.
2: So I'm a a little tired
1: we're moving not my house my office and yeah. so it's just it's just been really really busy the saga continues yeah moving is not
0: there can be parts of moving that are fun or exciting but on a whole moving is not fun at all not the packing and not the unpacking not the bending and the twisting and the reaching and the lifting and the well oops. those
1: things yeah no i If I were packing or directing the packing, moving and then unpacking or directing the unpacking, I would be really happy with it. But when it's a collaborative effort, I don't always play nice with others. And I just like things to be the way that I would have done them. And you know, so, and then like deliveries don't all come on the same day. So today the desks were delivered But like in a week, the storage compartments that go under the desks will be delivered and the chairs for the conference room were delivered, but the table won't come until the 19th. But I have a meeting on like the 14th,
2: and so they're going to
1: bring a temporary table. Do I need a temporary table? No, I have enough tables to move in there. But I feel like if you're going to disappoint me by not bringing my table, you can bring my temporary conference table, you know, so you know, just lots of things. I get to my office this morning at like 7.15. And as I'm pulling into the parking lot, my husband calls me and he's like, you have my keys. And I'm sure that he called me to let me know I had his keys because it posed a problem for him. But it occurs to me that I'm across town at my office with his keys. And we have delivery people coming in 15 minutes. So yeah. The fact that he can't get the kids to school, oh God, not my problem. They're <laughs> smart. They can miss a day. Here I am across town, at the office with no keys to the office. Luckily, a coworker was already there. I didn't know she was there because we don't have an alarm system yet. And the old alarm system would tell me when people came into the building. Anyway, so we have a very nice neighbor and our neighbor has two trucks and we're, we're always like tying shit from Home Depot to the top of one of our cars or something. And he's like, you can borrow this gray truck whenever you want to. So I was like, go ask coach, he used to be a football coach. So go ask coach if you can borrow that truck to take the kids to school and then you can come here and we can switch keys. Um, But coach didn't give him the old truck, he gave him the new truck. So my husband comes rolling in, he's like, I think I need a brook. (laughs) (laughs) I can see how you would feel that way, sir. (laughs) I can see how you would feel that way. (laughs) Anyway, so it all worked out. But I mean, I'm you know, I I go walking every morning. And so, and part of that is because I tend to end the way I start. And if I don't start my day in the right way, like I just have a hard time getting back into the right headspace unless I'm super intentional about it. But I was too busy to be intentional about getting back into the headspace. Thus, the Ah. eggnog blend. (laughs) The Trader Joe's blend. I usually have the Costco blend, but the Trader Joe's eggnog blend is what I should have had at like 7.45 this morning, only I would have got fired. So kind of glad I didn't but you no know one,
0: what I mean. no one would have known and there's no way anybody's firing you you'd have to <laughs> you can't even imagine what you would have to do there'd have to be like a soul train line that you walk down and slap <laughs> all the faces before somebody fire you and also they would probably still be like maybe we can just start with a. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's like some comedian a long time ago was like you know if, if somebody walk up and hit my girl I'll be like I'll go head up. But if Mike Tyson walk up and hit my girl, I look at him and be like, bro, what she do?
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> right? Because if he hit both of us, who going to take care of who? Exactly. So yeah, how are you? How's your jet lag doing?
0: Uh, yeah, you know, I feel like it's uh, finally getting right back in its place. I uh, hope to actually be tired this evening for the first time and be able to go to sleep at a normal hour. It's been rough. I've been um not sleeping when I want to and dozing when I don't want to. And <laughs> range just been a little fuzzy and having a hard time concentrating. So today was better though. Today was the best day so far. So yeah, I'm hoping that it's all, all done, all gone.
1: We're recording like three days apart, but the episodes air like two weeks apart. So yes. just so y'all know, she's only had jet lag for three days, not right. for two good
0: point yes it's only been a few days still wednesday yeah no i'm feeling a lot better thank you for asking today was a pretty good day um not too busy not too much so i'm glad to be here again though
1: i'm glad to be here again and i had so much fun doing a am i the asshole episode that i want to do that again (laughs) i want to play some more that was a time. Like invested in these people's lives. Like once we got off, I was still thinking, like, but what if? Like mm-hmm. he really should call. You know, like, I'm just, I'm into it now. I'm in too deep. <laughs> in too deep. It's a new obsession. I am in too deep. It's a new obsession. I've been watching Am I the Asshole readings on on TikTok since forever. And I always have like, I'm always like, this is what the opinion should be. So now I get to have my opinion out loud and other people you and our two moms or somebody who listens somebody else gets to hear this very
2: excited about it
0: right and I I like to picture them as you know potentially like shouting at their phone or whatever device that they're listening to us on and arguing with us going back and forth or telling us that we're just ridiculous or we're not right or laughing hysterically or Emphatically agreeing with this. One way or the other, there's big emotion coming from the the One
1: other. way or the other. It's big. Yeah. They're big. and they are big. Yes.
0: They feel away and it's coming out. So
2: yeah, I sure. agree.
0: I also quite enjoyed Am I the Asshole. And I think that we should dive in uh to what we find today.
2: Should let's we continue to sure. almost like
0: a what's the word? Like uh the price is right, spin the wheel to see where we land. in the wheel,
1: yeah. Let's be uh let's be spontaneous. All right. Let's see. Okay. And I can read some today too. I can conquer that fear of reading in public. Okay. <laughs> I'm
0: fine with that. All right. This one says, am I the asshole for refusing to go out with my sister when I'm a guest at her house? My sister has just given birth about a month and a half ago. And I went over to help her with the baby slash house chores since her husband couldn't take leave from work. The problem is my sister is an extremely outgoing person and loves going to places slash trying out new things. Me, on the other hand, I'm burnt out and all I'm thinking about for for an outing is how I will be carrying the stroller across the long metro stairs, the baby needing a diaper change and us running into the nearest toilet, the heavy traffic, the loud noises. In short, I see it as stress and a chore, not something I do out of enjoyment. For several days in a row now, I've been holding... I've been holed up in my room and refusing to go out with her while she goes alone. Today, she told me, We will just go to the nearest park, and that is unhealthy for me to stay cooped up in the house all the time. I declined again, and she became upset and said she wasn't in the mood to go out anymore. She said why was even over if all I wanted to do was stay home, that she was depressed and I'm making her feel worse. I told her she can always go by herself and leave the baby with me, but she said that defeats the point of having company. She grumbled about no one caring about her and went into their bedroom and shut the door. I've been thinking maybe I should have just so su- just suck it up and go out with her but I don't know why she insists on me going out too when I said I'm exhausted I don't know am I the asshole update I tried to knock and talk to her but she still won't talk to me so I wrote her a letter and slipped it underneath the door I'm on my way to the hotel until my flight is up we live in two different countries, so sorry. Uh, we The kind suggestions for coming once a week, etc., are impossible. Once I'm gone, I'm gone for a good while. Edit to add info. I'm doing all household maintenance and cooking except for folding their laundry, cleaning up their bedroom or grocery shopping as her husband takes care of these. Some nights when I hear the baby crying and none of them Woke up, I go feed him and put him back to sleep. During the day, we can both be in the house and I'd be the one changing him up sometimes. When she's out, I watch him. When she needs to go to her doctor's appointments, I go with her and watch him outside. When we went on outings before, I take the the care of the stroller and carrying the bags. So she's giving info about what she actually is doing or contributing to the situation. So is she the asshole? What do you think? I don't- I don't think so. I don't think you're obligated to, to do what somebody else wants to do when you come to
1: their home to help them. Yeah. Not every time. I don't think she's the asshole either. I don't think she should have to navigate social things and see. And she did offer a nice compromise. Like if you want to be out in public, go, I'll keep the baby. Okay. But I understand that you're, you, you're, you're there to help your sister. Um, And that means help her with things she has to do. So if she wanted, she had to go to a doctor's appointment, then you would have to go with her because you need to help her out with that particular thing, the social thing you don't have to do. But if you have somebody that's kind of like live in help, then the social thing could be left to friends. Like, don't you have any friends? Is there not a friend that could go out with you to the mall if that was what you wanted to do? No, because she's annoying as fuck. (laughs) <laughs> yes. You're right. You're right. Locking yourself in the bedroom and refusing to talk. This speaks to me about who you are and how you how you be. She lives in another country and has been helping you with everything. <laughs>
0: and you're gonna go lock yourself in your room and pout like get it
1: Yeah. Well, she needs to make some friends, get some mommy friends and go out like that. Now I don't think the sister's obligated to be out and about with her all the time if that's what she wants to do. Um you you she came to help with needs yeah and it sounds like she's doing that Very she a
2: compromise.
1: when people offer a compromise like I feel like you lose if you if you won't take a compromise you lose
0: Hmm. if you won't take a compromise and you lose I get I get mm-hmm. that yeah for sure um cool well that was an easy one I think like I wasn't expecting yeah. I wasn't expecting it to to kind of read that way all right let's see what else Scroll. Okay. Oh. Right,
2: <laughs>
0: this is funny. Oh, this one's even better. Forget that one. Let's do this one. Am I the asshole for asking my boyfriend to lose weight? Ooh. Mm.
2: It's
0: exciting. My boyfriend and I have been dating for about two years now. We first met in a gym. He was muscular, committed to exercise and health and knowledgeable. When we first met, I was just beginning to go to the gym as part of an ED recovery process. And he helped me out a ton. I'm still healing from my ED mentally.
1: Eating disorder? Mm -hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, but physically, I'm doing fine, and a lot of my progress is due to him. Plus, it helped that I found him really handsome. In the past few months, my boyfriend scored a new position at his job, and it's been really stressful for him. It takes up a lot of his time and energy, and as a result, he doesn't have much time for the gym. He has been eating a lot more fast food too, and I believe he's eating more to cope with the extra stress. It's caused him to lose a lot of his muscle mass and gain extra fat. He currently has a dad bod and will probably continue to gain weight at the rate he's going. I don't have much of a problem with him being less attractive to me physically. It bugs me a bit, but I've been experiencing a lot of distress just being around him. Even though I don't like it, I know this distress and intense emotions are linked to my ED history and my past traumas. And weight loss won't be easy for him, but I think he's more than capable of a good attempt considering his history. A few days ago, I asked him if he was considering losing weight. He said, maybe so i told him that i really would like him to i explained everything i was feeling too he said that i I had no right to ask him to change his body and that it's none of my business and i shouldn't care he called me an asshole for even bringing up his weight gain in the first place i want to know if i was in the wrong for having this request thoughts (laughs) your face I just like ooh we ah that um I think that that is that is so hard but I also um I don't all I don't ever think you can win by asking somebody else to change their body for your preference um and yeah. it, obviously you can care about their health and their overall well being and there are definitely some situations where it's obvious that somebody is having and you know especially if they are having health issues related to like lifestyle. Um, however, um, yeah,
1: just um, I think that's tough. I think yeah. I don't know, asking somebody to lose weight always feels like an asshole move to me, and I think that there's some she said something, and of course, I have to rely on my memory because I'm not looking at what you're looking at on the screen, but she said something about... I'm paraphrasing his relationship with food is triggered, his unhealthy relationship with food right now is triggering something related to her eating disorder. Is that accurate?
0: Yeah. Even though I don't like it, I know this distress and intense emotions are linked to my ED history and my past traumas.
1: Mm -hmm. So again, I still don't think you get to tell somebody to lose weight, but you have to ask yourself if you have a history that is going to be triggered by somebody's present is that the right person for you? Yeah, exactly.
0: Because that's the other choice that you have. The other choice that you have is that you don't have to be around this anymore.
1: But the question is, is this actually about his weight? Is this about his unhealthy relationship with food? Or is this about how attracted or not attracted you are to him? Because I feel like those are different things. If it's straight up, you ain't cute no more and I don't like that, First of all, I believe people get to be attracted to who and what they're attracted to. And if you're not, then you get to, then you get to be gone. <clears throat> but asking someone to change to suit you is, is almost like asking someone to join in your disordered eating phase where it's like, let me look at myself. Let me judge myself partially and let me do what I need to do with food in order to make myself acceptable to somebody else. My guess is her eating disorder started somewhere around there, right? You know, so if you're not attracted to somebody anymore, uh, y'all can get active together, y'all can eat healthy together, y'all can do all that stuff. But if there's some sort of ultimatum around, you have to look this way for me to be okay being in a relationship with you, even if he gets back there, who's, who's to say he can maintain that for the rest of his life? Like if you're not attracted to him in some within some reasonable parameters of what he might look like, Sometimes a little bit chubbier, sometimes a little bit skinnier. Maybe y'all ain't the right people for each other. And again, if his present triggers your history,
0: maybe she y'all says, aren't the right people for says, each other. She says, I don't have much of a problem with him being less attractive to me physically. I don't have much of a problem. I don't I don't believe her. I don't have much of a problem. She did not say, I don't have a problem. She said, I don't have much of a problem. It seems
1: to me like she should be talking about, right now, the way that he is interacting with food is a problem for me because of what it, what it brings up for me. But she didn't ask, she didn't say, I want my partner to have a healthier relationship with food because it triggers my eating disorder. She says, I want him to lose weight. That is yeah. different.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. It bugs me a bit, but I've been experiencing a lot of distress just being around him. Yeah. I, I, I she's not saying that she is making the connections she does say I know this distress and intense emotions are linked to my ED history and my past traumas so she is saying that she knows that she's distressed by his eating and um, um and the manifestation of his eating and his appearance is a constant kind of trigger and reminder to her um of her internal struggles and and unhealthy belief systems right but she's not saying that to him Mm -hmm. she's asking him to lose weight right and so yeah that's uh she's saying it to us but she didn't say it to him
1: She's not saying that to him and that's but that could happen in any type of relationship if you're if you have a history of eating disorders and your best friend uh appears to have a really unhealthy relationship with food that impacts whether or not the two of you can hang out in certain social situations. If you have a history of being in relationships that were unsafe physically, and you're hanging out with somebody who is staying in an unsafe relationship, that could be triggering some stuff for you. You are not in charge of what that person does. You're in charge of whether or not that person is right for a relationship with you at this point.
0: Yeah, your boundaries are for you, not for others, boundaries right? Are boundaries yours. Are what you do and your behavior choices you make, not what other people do. <sighs>
2: that
0: was a good one. That was a good one. I like it. Um <laughs> I like this one. Is a will I be the asshole. I haven't done it yet, but I'm strongly considering it. And I'm about to. I'm fixing to. Fixing
2: uh,
0: will I be the asshole if I gave my son his sister's car? After she totaled
1: his. (laughs) Uh, That sounds like a natural consequence is about to happen. Let's hear this.
0: My daughter, 22, took without asking my son, 21, car to run an errand. It was raining. She hydroplaned into a fence and totaled the car. This is her third car to be totaled. To her fault, and one, the other driver's fault. All the cars are in my name and were purchased by me and husband. We also pay all maintenance and insurance. What? She is offering her savings of 10K towards replacing his car, but with the cost of cars, an equivalent will be upwards of 20K, and insurance surely won't pay out enough to cover the gap in costs. My husband's and I share a car. It's 13, year old, 13 years old with 220,000 miles. It's in decent condition, just approaching end of life for a car. We plan to buy ourselves a new one with his next bonus in March. If we replace my son's car, we won't have the money to replace our car. We we're considering giving my son her car, giving her our car, and going ahead with purchasing us a new car. We would continue to maintain all the cars and insurance for them. When all of these accidents come off her record, or if the other older car dies, we would help her get another car. This one would be in her name. Yeah, this one would be in her name, and she would then be responsible for insurance and maintenance. Will I be the asshole for taking her car?
2: Yeah. I, no. I think
1: it's perfectly fine. To, she took his car without permission and totaled it. Like, I feel like- What if he my- gave her permission? Hmm. If he gave her permission and she totaled the car. Well, I mean, I guess if he gave her permission and she totaled the car, there's still a consequence for that behavior. Mistakes have consequences too. Accidents have consequences too.
2: Yes,
0: I don't think it even matters whether she took it on, a, on a, with permission or without permission. Like they all live in the same household there's no real accountability to these things the parents pay for all the maintenance and the insurance like for these adults these young adults it's just i could see how there's no real boundaries around who's what things are because there's no
1: they don't have to contribute anything i mean the parents are sharing a car and the two adult children have their own cars that the parents maintain. I'm assuming it was like some sort of a tandem parking situation where his car was in the back and she didn't want to like move it and then move it. And then that's also she what I assume.
2: And it's so raining. Easier. Yeah. It's
1: raining. This is a lot
0: easier. Yeah. I can see how it happens. Right. Like it doesn't sound like it was malicious at all. No. Um, it sounds like she's a really bad driver. It, yeah. It sounds like she's impulsive and irresponsible. So yeah, I would, yeah, I, uh, Give the son her car and give her the old car. Yeah, help her slow down a bit.
1: Give her the old car or a bike. Although her accident pronouns would have,
2: probably die.
1: I think like, she, like, I need a, she needs a seatbelt and, and
0: a feet bumper.
1: Feet. She needs, yeah. And a
2: helmet.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, old girl, no, 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 no. She can't. She, no, I would totally give her the brother's car. I mean, technically all the cars belong to the parents anyway.
2: That's so like they can shuffle them
1: around in whatever way they want to. I, I agreed,
0: agreed. I don't think that she'll be the asshole. I think that she's. Fully but I can't judged.
2: even imagine, like, what is the to think should happen?
1: That he should now have a car note because she totaled his car. Like that cannot be the consequence that she thinks is reasonable for this action.
2: Yeah. No, I, I don't... I don't... <laughs>
1: <laughs> Go ahead, parents. I think it's all right.
2: Yeah, I think experience. it's totally fine and
0: appropriate. Um, the plan seems fine. I I, I think I really good.
1: think y'all should give neither of these fools cars. You should buy yourself a new one, and then give the son's car to the other parent, and the children can ride the bus. I mean, she got ten thousand dollars in savings. Why is
2: she not paying for her own car? Because you buy means- a nice used car for ten thousand dollars.
0: That's not the family's plan or
1: value. Well, they should change those. Both their plans and their values.
2: Uh, Aisha has spoken.
0: That's it, and that's all. Okay. I want to have
2: a podcast called Aisha has spoken.
1: Aisha has spoken. <laughs> Maybe I don't need a podcast. I just want that to be true in my life. I want to be able to say that something should happen, and that I should be able to say Aisha has spoken, and then everybody should be like rushing to to do my bidding. Isn't that already how you live your life? Well, happening now, now that you mentioned it I, <laughs> I
0: love that for you Aisha has spoken maybe we'll just get like a gavel maybe a sign and then you know yes. <laughs> so. you are ridiculous oh my gosh
1: earlier and they were like that's why they pay them to be accounting and they pay me to be a clinician I was like actually they pay me to be a goddess <laughs> Anyway, what's the next
2: one? Let me read one. Pick okay. one for me.
1: Uh, am I the asshole
0: for refusing to let a disabled family member stay at my place?
1: I'm gonna go ahead and say no right off the bat.
2: I'm not <laughs> an asshole for refusing to let any you.
1: You heard the last time how I feel about my space. Let me see it <laughs> so I can read it. All
0: right, I'm figuring out. Uh, uh, this MacBook is asking me for additional settings to do the sharing of the screen Oh my yes. goodness, That's
1: too much work you could just I know it. it's
0: wild I'm like I've never seen this before okay I'm gonna read this one and then I'll figure that out in the interim my cousin was disabled in an accident he's currently working on regaining mobility but it's going to take a long time he has his own apartment with the roommate but he can't manage on his own yet and his roommates aren't caretakers he's essentially being kicked out I have a spare bedroom at my house and I've been asked by family to take him in other relatives don't have spare room for him, I refuse because at my house all of the bedrooms are on the second floor and he's not able to walk up and down the stairs. He stayed at my house in the past and it was pretty bad, for example, for pest control reasons we don't allow eating in the bedrooms, we do make exceptions such as having a mini fridge with juice and snacks for blood sugar emergencies. This cousin on several occasions was caught sneaking food into his room. So he wouldn't have to interrupt his video gaming with having to go downstairs to eat. Also he spilled food and drinks on the bed. And when he left the room h- had a stench that looked that took months to disappear. We ended mm-hmm. up throwing out the out sheets and had to buy a new mattress as well. Wow. After he left, we also found roaches in his room and had to, had to have pest control come multiple times for treatment. That sounds wild. So due to past history, we're not thrilled at the request to house him until he's better. We're refusing on an entirely entirely safety reason. There's no way he's going to be moving up and downstairs, and I'm not going to be his caretaker because I have a toddler, I'm pregnant, and I'm working. I have no energy left to deal with his shit. In fact, the room that they want him to stay in- <laughs> He finally the- got real. <laughs> Thank you. Exactly. I was like, well, there's a lot of justification going on here. Um... In fact, the room that they want him to stay in is the room that I've been turning into the nursery for the new baby and being called an asshole because he's family and needs help due to the accident. But I don't want to be a be caretaker for a man child with shit hygiene who didn't follow house rules in the past. I feel bad for him because he has completely lost his independence and has broken down crying every time he talks about how hard he's trying. We know it'll take months, possibly years to fully recover if even possible, but I don't want to deal with this. Am I the asshole? uh edit i had a chat with my cousin and it seems like there's a lot of assumptions and miscommunication going on he's insisting that he can live independently and doesn't want to go to any relative's house he's been in a vulnerable state and he doesn't want to be viewed as a burden and more importantly doesn't want to be seen honestly he needs a heavy dose of therapy everybody else is of the opinion that he needs to be monitored because they're afraid he'll get hurt living alone and should be staying with someone anyways he had already talked to his apartment and was told there's a ground floor studio opening up in late july late in january so he can transfer his lease to there his roommates couldn't technically kick him out because of the lease but there was already a lot of tension and arguments happening so he chose to leave on his own i brought up a having a home aid and while he says he doesn't need one i told him to consider a part-time one so that they can at least cook meals for him because eating takeout every day isn't healthy at all they can do things like light cleaning taking out the trash doing the laundry because his shit is filthy he agreed that someone coming by to cook and clean would be a big help I also told him that if he wants to live alone, that he needs to have a life alert service because if he falls, nobody would know about it for hours or days. I even offered to pay for it, but he said he's too. it's for old people and doesn't need it because his smartwatch can call 911 if needed. Going to respect his decision for now, but also going to be keeping an eye on him. You guys make it sound like bridges should be burning with all family members, but we're all trying to look out for each other at heart. So Ish, you already said, no, she's not the asshole. Uh, that your space is your space and it ain't nobody else's business what you're doing it. I agree.
2: It is I not think like you have to,
0: it's not, you have to know yourself. And I think, you know, each family is different for sure. And each person is different on what they value. You know, like um if taking care of family or, you know, being that person is really valuable for you, then fine, do that um but not every person and not every family are the same so for people who don't feel like it's their responsibility or feel the desire or need to take care be a caretaker people get abused in those caretaking situations because people are not fit for being caretakers so I just don't think you should set yourself up for something that you know that you can't or don't want to handle
1: or I don't, don't want to not even if you not even can't but don't want to but it sounds like there are some real good reasons why she can't but even if she could That's not like a requirement. She has had this person staying with her before. And I assume this was when he was fully able-bodied. He was a shit show then. Literally, it sounds like. So now it seems like. Why do you have to get rid of a mattress? Right. Right. No, not my responsibility. That's not to say that my moral compass might say that I should under certain circumstances. My moral compass. But my responsibility, what what I have to do, no, there is no, under no circumstances do I feel like I'm required to have a family member move in. And I like how people decide what's extra in your life and in your house. So nobody else has an extra space, but you have an extra space. We have deemed an extra, even though it's your child's bedroom, we have deemed that space extra. And we are not willing to compromise ourselves by, you know, sleeping on the couch or putting a bunk bed in one of our bedrooms or anything like that. But we are going to volunteer you to compromise your space and decide
2: that you're an asshole. If you don't no, 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 I am not here for that. She is pregnant. She has
1: a small child Mm -hmm. and she works. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: And she is expected to be the one who's going to take on caregiving for this person.
1: Then I respect her.
2: Mm -mm, mm
1: -mm. And it sounds like from her edit that lots of people in the comments were telling her that she needs to like cut everybody off or whatever. They said all the bridges need to be burned. Okay, burn them all down. I'm not saying you need to burn all the bridges. I'm just saying that when they clearly don't respect you or your needs, they have prioritized his needs. And it's really not about prioritizing his needs. It's about we as a family feel like somebody in the family should do this. And the only way for us to not feel guilty that we're not the ones doing it is by really advocating for you to do it. Demanding. Demanding, really demanding for you to do it. So I can absolve myself of the guilt. Like there was no plan for who's delivering meals Monday, Tuesday, and Friday. There was no plan for who's replacing the mattress. There's no plan for who's paying his portion of the mortgage. None of that. Just you take him in, you take responsibility for it, and uh, we'll send you thoughts and prayers. (laughs) Thoughts and prayers, yes. I'm not here for it at all. (laughs) Not at all.
0: Am um, I the asshole for taking my neighbor's rubbish out of my bin so I could fit mine in? <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, of course not. You're the asshole if you like put your neighbor's rubbish on top of your neighbor's head. But you know, on their porch, I'd be all about that.
2: I was like
0: to hear what they (laughs) say. Some new neighbors move into one of the units in our group of six. Tonight I went out to put my rubbish in the bin to then put it on the curb to be collected in the morning however when I opened the bin it was filled to the brim with rubbish from my neighbor and it was their rubbish because I had seen the boxes and bubble wrap outside their front door earlier in the day. I ended up taking their rubbish out of my bin and putting the couple of bags of my rubbish in the bin instead and wheeled it to the curb. As there was no room left in my bin after putting my rubbish in I put their rubbish back by their front door where it had been earlier. It wasn't food waste or anything just boxes bubble wrap and styrofoam. However a few minutes later if I had gone back inside I overheard them calling me a prick and looking in my bin to see if they could fit their rubbish back in. They couldn't. I thought I acted reasonably. I didn't want to make a big deal out of it and didn't want to just leave their rubbish in someone else's bin or lying on the ground. So I thought putting it back where it was previously was the best option. All of our bins will be emptied in the morning and they can put their rubbish in their bin then. Surely that isn't such a big deal. I'm worried I may have acted wrongly and should have just let them use my bin to avoid getting off on the wrong foot with the new neighbors. I really didn't think they would be so offended. I'm not really sure I could have handled differently am i the asshole no nope. all of the bins are clearly marked with our unit numbers and they had already filled and put their bin out on the curve for collection so it's unlikely they mistook my bin for theirs
2: yeah no they know it's theirs is he the asshole
1: no you understand that i i mean i'm a broken record here i believe that people have a right to set their own boundaries however he could have knocked on the door and said hey I'm putting your trash back because I needed to fill mine, but neighbor in unit D seems to be empty. Why don't you go ask him if you can put it there? That would have been a neighborly thing to do. Are you required to be neighborly? Absolutely not. Um, I don't think he did the wrong thing, but I feel like he could have handled it a little bit more nicely.
2: (laughs) Is he required to? Absolutely not. I mean... He also could have just not put his
0: trash out until the trash was collected the next morning, and then his bin would have been empty as well. Since he's, he could have went. So he's saying all of our bins will be emptied in the morning, and they can put their rubbish in their bin then. Surely that isn't such a big deal. So then, in my head, I thought to myself,
1: "Oh, you could have too." But then he would have to hold on to trash for a whole week. And I understand. Not a whole week. Not the whole week, just the morning. The trash is
2: going
1: to be Do do they collect it every morning? Because at my house, they collect it once a week. All of our bins
0: will be emptied in the morning and they can put their rubbish in their bin then. Surely that isn't
1: such a big deal. Right, they could push. I'm assuming that means they're going to put their rubbish in the bin. Why are we speaking whatever language they speak? They can put their trash in the can um that morning and then it would stay there until the next time they pick it up no no so, you're, no so you're thinking that the trash gets picked up every day in my neighborhood it gets picked up once a week I, when it when it goes to out to the curb please listen to me you're not listen, listening
0: listen linda not, i'm telling you the truth and you're not listening he uh-huh. already explained the situation the trash bins have been taken out to the curb because they're gonna get picked up in the morning this is uh-huh. the evening. so. Christ. He's saying the trash bins are going to be empty the next morning when the trash comes that morning.
2: Right. This is
0: the night before. I got that. Okay. So in the morning, the bins are going to be empty. So all they have to do is wait for the trash man to come in another eight hours or 10 hours or whatever. And then their bins will be empty and they'll be able to put whatever trash is left over in the trash. So, so I understand that. But what okay. I'm saying is either way, one of them could have done that, or he could put his trash in their bin the next day. I don't really care however long it's going to sit there. He's saying they could put their trash in the bin the next day. And I'm like, well, so could you. I don't know what's going to happen the next week. That's not the part of the problem. I'm just dealing with what he's saying about what the solution is. And so I'm saying, if they could do it, so could you. But I don't think he's the asshole for um taking their trash out and putting it on their porch to get to that point. <laughs>
1: So no, I understand. Yeah, I don't think he's the asshole either. But I understand what you're saying about it'll be picked up the next morning and then either one of them could put the trash in there. Me, per- I'm, I'm a little bit anal about this whole trash thing. When our trash goes out on Wednesday night, I make sure that all the trash in the house is in there because I don't want, because trash isn't going to get picked up again until next Thursday. So I don't want Wednesday trash in my trash can, even the outside trash can, all week. So when I hear the trash man coming, I start like frantically looking around the house to see if there's anything that needs to be to go out before they come up the hill, because I don't want that trash here all week. So you start in a trash deficit. If if you put your trash in after the garbage man comes, then you're already like a quarter of the way full and the week hasn't even started yet. But he
0: was gonna put trash after the trash it came anyways he could put trash in their bin is what i'm saying you, you know i'm just saying like one way or the other it, whatever suggestion he's giving about them is also true for him so he's asking am i the that asshole the part
2: where it was his trash can
0: yes and the next day it would be their trash can so we're gonna start like a trash war I don't know that I think he did start a trash war that's the and point you're right He's you're saying, right I wonder if show. I handled I wonder if I should have handled it differently and I'm like this is a possible solution or an alternative to what you did do there are a number of solutions like you said he could have knocked and been like hey I left your trash here you accidentally put it in the wrong bin you know what I mean um and then they would have been like no we didn't and and it was an empty trash can and we got there first and whatever um but he already started a trash war (laughs) because they call him a prick.
1: Fair. They're assholes for calling somebody else a prick for wanting to use their own trash can.
0: I don't think that they are calling him a prick for wanting to use his own trash can. They're calling him a prick for him putting their trash on their doorstep, (laughs) taking their trash out of the trash and putting it on the doorstep. They're clearly new there. They obviously don't know how things work in that neighborhood or that community. Maybe it wasn't a problem in their other community. Maybe the bins were bigger. Maybe there were more bins. I don't really know, but Moral of the story is they call them a prick for taking their trash out of the trash and putting it on the porch. Cause that did happen. That's funny.
1: I can see that shit happening.
2: I, I, hope I mean, it makes this- perfect sense. If I go out
1: to my trash can, on trash morning, because I'm gonna do that mad dash and take all the trash cans out of the house. My neighbor's trash can is right next to mine. And if mine is full, I'm going to put it in my neighbor's trash can. But if my neighbor comes out with trash of his own and he's like, oh shit, my trash cans are full. If he puts my trash on my porch, I'm going to be pissed because that feels like gross. But him coming and saying, hey, let's figure out how we can rearrange this trash before the guy comes up here, feels like a reasonable thing to do. I, I would absolutely put my trash in my neighbor's trash can if they were out at the curb and the trash man was coming and mine was full because I wouldn't want that trash to sit there for the whole next week. And if they just moved in, you would think that their trash can is full. The funny thing is we agree on this and yet somehow it feels like we're arguing about <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. I- <laughs> That's usually what happens. That's those- usually what happens. Yeah, wildly Let's entertaining.
1: And then do a couple more.
0: Yeah, that sounds good. <laughs> All right, welcome back welcome we're ready for uh a a new fresh am i the asshole uh scenario
1: yes fresh assholes that's what i need in my life (laughs) oh
0: aww. i'm already sad you haven't even read it yet i'm already worried about somebody this sounds like some sad petty business Um, am i the asshole for not being excited for my wife's new career opportunity when she is not excited for my opportunities. To put this in context, I am a software developer that lives in a small town in the Midwest. There are not a lot of good paying jobs for me in my area. Recently, I have had several opportunities out on the East Coast that offered way more salary than I will ever make currently, and one was my dream job. I had to decline them because she doesn't want to move. When I present to her that it will be hard for me to find work here, anything happens and my career opportunities are non-existent here, she disregarded it and said, I'll have to figure it out. And at one point said, I can work at Walmart until I figure something out. Now she has a career opportunity and keeps talking about how much opportunity she'll have there and wonders why I'm not ecstatic for her. Am I an asshole for feeling like my career is getting shit on and not really caring about hers anymore? Yikes. Yes, I do I think you're an asshole and I think both of you are assholes. That's what I think.
1: I tend to think that people are not assholes for what they think or feel. They're assholes for what they do. Yeah. So what, what is the consequence of him thinking or feeling the way that he, I mean, the question, the question was, am I the asshole for not caring or am I the asshole for thinking or am I the asshole for feeling? Not, no, was was last not question? being excited. Not being, well, that's a feeling. Excitement is a feeling. You know, not being excited for somebody. No, you can't be the asshole for not being excited. Shitting on somebody's award because you didn't get one. That's an
2: action. But how you feel about something, you can't be the asshole for how you feel. I know, you're getting into semantics. I think he's
0: clearly trying to convey like, I'm not expressing excitement. I'm not, because he says, I'm not being excited um so I think like for them it means like conveying a level of like oh my gosh good for you that's so great um and I don't know whether or not he actually like feels excited for her but is being petty and is not conveying it or if he really is at a place where he's like I don't give a shit
1: (laughs) yeah it I mean you would be the asshole if you felt positive and you intentionally withheld positive feelings. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think it's, you know, if somebody has shit on you and not cared about how you felt and not been supportive or encouraging about your accomplishments, it makes sense to me that your feelings over time would change. If somebody is unkind to you, it's hard to be excited for them. If somebody doesn't get excited for you, it's hard to feel like they are worthy of the energy it takes you to be excited about their accomplishments. Which is why That's I think you're saying which think
0: they're the, which is why I think they're both the asshole. I
2: yeah, no, no doubt. I agree with you. She's
1: the asshole for both. Yeah. This is for joke. being so discouraging and unsupportive of her partner. That's not cool.
0: And not just that, just like completely um self-centered. She said, You can go work at you can go work at Walmart to you figure it out. Right. Like. You ever ever right. form lips to talk to me like that? You are crazy. Yeah, I don't, I don't know why he's doing this. Maybe there are other collateral benefits that I'm not aware of. That one was kind of a dud. It made me sad when I first read it because I was like, oh, like, yeah, they're just not nice to each other. Like, that just, what a horrible situation to be in.
1: um Yeah. That hurts. I've had people in my life that struggle to be excited for me when not a partner, but you know, friends or whatever that struggle to be excited for me. And I don't know if it's, I hope that it's not because I have struggled to be excited for them for things. But I mean, I don't know. It kind of changes my perception of the relationship if people can't celebrate um, things that bring me joy or accomplishments of mine, because I really hope that I'm celebrating the accomplishments of the people around me. Mm Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I think um, there is something very telling about someone who can't just be independently happy for you, even if they're not necessarily in the same position that doesn't want to see you thrive and shine. Like, what is the point of us like doing life together? What, what right. is the point of this partnership if my happiness and well-being are not at all a part of your motivation in the way that you move in the world and live your life right so i don't i don't get it and i don't know what the history of this is you know with them and their career changes or or whatever but um yeah wild mm-hmm. okay there are like 3 in a row that i want to read so i'm going to just my eyes just wander across the titles and i'm like ooh, ooh juicy Am I I going to say
1: asshole, not asshole, not asshole. Let's see how good I am at predicting those without having
2: heard them.
0: (laughs) Asshole, not asshole, asshole.
1: No, asshole, not asshole, not asshole.
0: Oh, okay. Got it, got it, got it. That's my prediction. That's my prediction. I like it. These already have like a designation or a vote. So I'm wondering what that means. Well, not the one that I'm going to read right now, but the other two do already have, um, what's the word? those kind of rankings or designations on them, whether or not they're asshole or not asshole. Okay. Am I the asshole for, and in in quotes, it says stealing someone else's inheritance. So my 43 year old female neighbor, no. So my 43 year old female neighbors. Oh, so this person is a 43 year old female. The neighbors are an 89 year old male and 83 year old female who will just call, and it doesn't say we'll, it says well, okay, just call male and female, <laughs> recently passed, and I inherited all of their belongings, including their house. Mm. So a little bit of context. No, I grew I, bet,
1: up- I, I, can, I can predict the context. They got some ungrateful, unhelpful children living somewhere, and this nice neighbor has been really helpful, and so when they died, they were like, fuck them kids, and they wanted to give the money to the person that was helpful, and the kids are like, hey, that's my mama. Am I right? (laughs) (laughs) Probably.
0: (laughs) Do you want me to read it? (laughs) Um, Okay, so a little bit of context. I grew up in this neighborhood, and for as long as I can remember, M and F were always around. They ended up being like grandparents to me. They'd spend holidays and birthdays with us, gave us presents and even made toys for my childhood toys for my childhood cat cute. Recently within the month they both passed away. M died from what we assume is old age and F from heartbreak a couple of days later. M and F don't have any children together. They have children from previous marriages and that's that. Excuse me, a little while ago however, due to my due to money problems, they had to sell M's three-wheel motorcycle, one of M's sons uh, who will call Paul, who hardly speaks to M, said, stop selling all of my inheritance on top of never calling or visiting them unless he needs something. As a child, I always told M and F that I love their house. It's a one bedroom, one bathroom house, the cute porch, a swing out back along with two small sheds and a tiny painting studio M built for F. I love how small it was and how homey it felt. I hear all of the time from them. Oh well, Op says she loves our house. Whenever they were upset because they were slowing down on the upkeep in the of the house because of their age, which we did help with when we had the chance. My brothers and and dad would always go over and help them with housework. So after the argument with Paul about them selling his inheritance, I guess they took it as asking him out of take took took it as taking him out of the will, which no one knew about. It wasn't until they passed that we found out they left the house to me. As you can probably assume, Paul was living. He claimed he needed the house to, to sell it so he could keep living well. The house in its condition was about 65000 at most, which is, yes, a lot of money. Saying he quit his job because he was going to live off of that money. I won't have much of a <laughs> use for the house right now. But for now I plan on fixing it up and renting it out. But he said I should just let him live there for free now since he doesn't have the money anymore. I obviously said no. Our families got into a huge argument over this because he never came around until he needed something. He lives in Ohio, we live in Pennsylvania, so it's not like there were, there were, they were states away. A visit every now and then wasn't a big of a hassle as he made it seem, especially for his dad anyways I'm now getting threats from him and his wife saying they're going to sue me because they think I pressured M and F into taking him off their will and putting me as the sole beneficiary and uh saying I stole the inheritance am I so am I the asshole the grammar was awful that was painful to read
2: <laughs> is she the asshole wow um
0: I don't think that you stole the inheritance. I think they gave it to you. But I think I kind of think she's the asshole for keeping it and doing whatever she wants to do with it given the amount of drama and stress that it's going to cause her. Like I don't know. I don't she just obviously doesn't need it. But I'm sure I'm sure she doesn't want him as a neighbor. So there's that too. Um I don't know i don't know that's wild it would be different if she was family but she's not family she doesn't she yeah yeah she maybe, more
2: she, like maybe they felt like
0: family i was gonna say maybe they yeah. felt like family to her. yeah i don't actually think she's the asshole but i just think like this is more mess than it's worth and i don't know that you need this in your life so but
2: whatever it's hers so. did i say did i say that the first one was going to be the asshole I, I, already think forgot
1: what I, I think you said asshole, asshole, not, the not,
2: asshole
1: not, not the asshole, not the asshole. Yeah. So I'm going to be wrong on this one. Because I think, <laughs> I for sure don't think that person's the asshole. Uh, people get to decide, assuming, assuming that there was no elder abuse involved here where she somehow coerced them. And I'm assuming there wasn't. It sounds like she was just a really present person. Um, and they appreciated that. People get to decide who they leave their money to. I've seen some, am I the asshole questions where it's like, the ex partner was still on the life insurance because they just never changed that and uh you know the current partner and the n- current children and all that kind of stuff like would you be the asshole for keeping that yeah i think you'd be the asshole for keeping that because you know that was an oversight not a mistake and not a not intentional i think these folks were very intentional they paid attention to who was around in their last days and they chose this person i don't think you're the asshole for keeping it um Do I want that drama in my life? Probably not. And it seems like she doesn't have a need or anything. It's not like they left some substantial amount of money or some expensive property or anything like that. She doesn't need it necessarily, but it was given to her. That was their intention. That was what they wanted for it. If they wanted to give it to their no good son or grandson,
2: they could have, but they chose not to.
0: I think they're the assholes for leaving it to her because now she's gonna have a whole heap of problems.
2: <laughs> I know <laughs> they could have they could have like just sold it or something. and
0: give it to charity exactly. I think that would have been. It's not like she needed it, right? Didn't, or they could have sold it and put it into a trust, or you know, whatever they could have done something else, but they. She liked the house, and and that was the point. The point is that she she always talked about how much she liked it. So I get it. I do get why. Um, and they were trying to be sweet, but they had he was an asshole. He was an asshole. while they were alive, right? So he had to know that he was going to become their pro- her her problem. So maybe he's all
1: talk. He probably don't have no money, no way, right? I mean, you can't. You can try to sue sue her, but a a will is fairly binding. Like you could tie up the asset, but you, I don't know. I don't understand probate. That's why trust funds are important. Folks, somebody who um, does trust funds for a living, please sponsor us. Get a trust fund, and then you won't have problems like this anymore. It's true. It's true because he can absolutely contest the will.
2: Yeah, um, yeah it can be, it can tie it up for a while, probate, but it's fine because she doesn't need it.
1: She doesn't need it. And she doesn't have to put a whole lot of resources into defending this. He has to put a lot of resources into um contesting
0: it but somebody has to like maintain like property taxes and all that in the meantime right
1: oh but i mean if she ends up having it in the end then it doesn't matter that she spent the property taxes she would have had to anyway yeah but
0: she could have been charging rent in the meantime
1: true true true, true. yep sounds like a pain <laughs> but i don't know people feel like they're really entitled to other people's money. You're entitled to that inheritance because of your blood bond, but whatever, whatever responsibilities that come with that blood bond, you didn't seem like you felt like you had those responsibilities, but you feel like you have the benefits of it. Screw you. Fuck
2: them kids, they (laughs) Fuck them kids, man. And
0: on that note, I think that uh, (laughs) brings us to the end of another wonderful (laughs) Am I the um, Asshole uh, on uh, Better Than Journaling. That was a ton of fun. I quite enjoyed that. This is definitely the new thing.
1: Seriously, I could do this every day. (laughs) (laughs) I love analyzing other people's problems so that I don't have to think about mine. (laughs)
2: Strangers on the internet thank
1: you for them decisions did i say decisions
2: maybe decisions important decisions i'm making for them they'll never hear this but if they did but if they 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 did trust fund yes there you go
0: all right well have a good evening friend always a pleasure miss adia
1: bye friend bye Now you know that was better than journaling.
0: If you like this, give us a five-star review and share it with the rest of your friends.